Hello, Choose Love friends. My name is Scarlett Lewis, and I'm the founder of the Jesse Lewis Choose Love Movement. We offer no-cost social and emotional learning um, for schools, homes, communities, and now workplaces. And I have a very special guest with me on our podcast today. Her name is Mia Daly. And she is from East Greenwich, Rhode Island. She's actually a student. So Mia is 13 years old in seventh grade. And she is competing in the Miss Rhode Island Outstanding Teen Competition, which is really, really exciting. I think it may have been derailed just a little bit. I'm not sure how it's going um, forward with coronavirus, but we're gonna ask Mia about that. But she is an amazing young lady. We've already done an Instagram live together and she is crazy about choose love. And, uh, and I, of course I love that. Hi Mia. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Nice sunny day in here, here in Rhode Island. So it's all good here. Oh, that's great. So I am really excited to talk to you about how you found out about Choose Love and what got you interested in becoming a youth ambassador for our movement. Yeah, so like Scarlett said before, I'm competing in Mr. Island's Outstanding Teen Pageant. As of right now, um, our date is a little up in the air, but in this pageant, you have to have a platform. And when I was looking into platforms, I really did want my platform to have something to do with you know courage, gratitude, kindness, and when I was looking, my mom's actually a first grade teacher in my town, and she does, she doesn't teach Choose Love, but she has a lot of the same, I would say, kind of guidelines that she teaches in her classroom. And she brought this organization up to me, and I looked a little more into it, and everything, you know, from your story, Scarlett, and your son, Jesse's, it really touched my heart, and that's, that's when I knew I was like, I need to do stuff for this organization. I want to get it into my town. I want to ra raise awareness. And it's really gone from point A to point B. You know, the community has really come together with it. And it's been so amazing. That is incredible. And you actually also have a business that you started. Yes. It's called The Great Island Goods. Yes. Wow. So, so tell I, us about that. I, so I started my business about three and a half years ago now, um, and it was very, it was a lot smaller back then. I so I make handmade greeting cards, and like I said before, um, three years ago it was very, very small. I sold it to you know friends and family. Well, you were ten about years a year old after, three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was ten years old. <laughs> it was crazy, you know. Um, <laughs> So I started, yeah, like I said, I started to sell it to friends and family. And then um, in my, near my beach house town, which is Great Island, hence the name Great Island Goods, um, I found a local farmer's market and I'm like, I should sell my cards here. And this farmer's market, like I was there every single week, like buying things. I'm like, what if I could sell here? So I started selling my cards and it has been so amazing. Um, so when the coronavirus pandemic came around, I, a lot of the things I wanted to do with Choose Love for raising money and awareness for it was put on pause. So I was like, what can I do to raise money, to raise awareness? And I thought, I'll sell my cards on Instagram. So about, I'd say a month ago now, I started selling my cards through Instagram 
doing deliveries every Saturday. Um, and I, I also ship them out as well. And so far with just the deliveries, I have raised about $700 for Choose Love in these last four weeks, which has been like beyond my wildest dreams. It's been absolutely crazy, but so amazing. And if you want to learn how you can buy cards, you can visit my Choose Love Instagram page, which is at Choose Love Movement RI. And you feel free to DM me or look at any of my posts. But yeah, I love making these cards. It really, it just, it almost gives me a way to show my creativity and it's been so so amazing to see the community to come together with it wow man that is incredible seven hundred dollars in the last three weeks and these have been a tough last three weeks for our nation absolutely yeah wow um please everyone that's listening please (laughs) go to mia's instagram page and buy some cards what do they look like for our listeners so yeah so the cards they come in brown kind of like a paper bag kind of shade and white and one thing that's really unique about my cards is not one card is alike each and every one of them is different and when i started my business i didn't want this to be like you know like a card that you go to the store and get that have a bunch of the same ones. I wanted them all to be different and unique in their own way. So the cards, they have my stamp on the back. They come with envelopes, everything, business cards, and they're super duper easy. And you flip them open, you can write your message in them. Oh, wow. That's amazing. You are amazing. Wow. Thank you. I feel you. Like you should be leading this podcast. I think you are. <laughs> <laughs> thank uh, you. That's awesome. Well, your goal is to raise $1,000. You're almost there. So thank you so, so yeah. much. And all of those donations go into this foundation and turn around to be able to offer our programming at no cost to students all over our country and actually all over the world. And, you know, the conversation within Choose Love has, and and by the way, you were actually um, on an internal conversation on our Mm -hmm. advocate call last week. Um, yes, you know, and by the way, I was watching, this is incredible, Mia, because I was watching you on the advocate call because it's a zoom call and you know, there are jokes that are kind of going around about how, since we're all doing our meetings virtually now, how we're showing up, um, what we're doing, like people are reading their texts or answering emails while they're on zoom calls. Nobody's really paying attention. And, uh, of course I like to think that our calls are not like that, but I, I just want you to know, I was, and you were present the entire time. Not, not once did I see you get distracted by anything. So appropriate, just uh, appropriately responding. I was like, wow, this woman, I mean, yes, she's already a CEO, but you, you know, you're you're destined for great things and you've already reached that but i was really really impressed so so you know we've been talking about the importance especially now of social and emotional learning for kids and that's you know helping them with their anxiety and um giving them uh skills and tools that help with resilience and to find hope and and ultimately literally to grow through difficulty and so you know you're we're we're heading into the summer so we've had a difficult time with kids doing online 
uh, classes. And I know you've been doing that too, right, Mia? Yes, we've been doing online Zoom classes. And it's definitely been a bit of an adjustment, but you know, we gotta roll the punches for sure. Right, and that's that's harder for some kids than it is for others. Absolutely. Um, and as you mm -hmm. know, some people have been telling me about the amount, the amount of work that they've been getting, and then parents have to follow mm -hmm. up, and parents aren't used to doing that. I mean, on the on the on one hand, it's good because parents are realizing that our educators are truly our world superheroes and and i i believe yes. that and and i don't think that i realized that until i started really getting into the education field and now every time mm -hmm. i speak to an audience of educators i have a gratitude slide for them and i tell them you are our superheroes because um you know as parents we give you our most precious asset and ask you to help shape and mold them into the human beings they're going to become for the majority of the day really and uh, there is Absolutely. no more important job so i'm i'm always so grateful and i think um one of the benefits of having a kid that parents are absolutely realizing uh how essential our educators are but it has been difficult for kids and for parents and then i know now you know, I, I, you know, it's different Mia, for me because when Jesse was murdered, my life changed forever. And of course, I came upon all of these realizations then that, you know, you're never guaranteed tomorrow. It doesn't matter how old you are and that you really have to live in the moment. And I practiced doing that anyway. And now people are, you know, coming upon the realization, oh, wait a minute. Um, um, you know, just kind of, I, I, I think, uh, you know, and I'm not making light of, of, of how difficult this has been and, how, and the, the extreme loss that people have suffered, but it's also been a time of reflection and uh, learning and growing for us, I believe, and, and we're having to be flexible. Um, I know that as far as kids go. Can you tell us a little bit about what your experience has been? You're 13 years old, coming on 14, you're in seventh grade, so middle school. And um, maybe a little bit more socially and emotionally intelligent uh, than, than some. Um, and but you know how how has this time been for you with everything that's been going on with all of the news? Um, I know your mom, you know, as a first grade teacher, because I know other first grade teachers um, has been, you know, trying to do the best job that she can working remotely. And that's difficult for educators. And so I'm just wondering, um, what's the experience been like from your point of view? You know, I'm a very social kid. I've done theater since the age of six and not seeing my friends for two months. That has mm. been crazy because I, like I said I'm, I'm a social kid I see my friends every day or I see friends at rehearsals at dance at chorus like I, I'm a very social kid and seeing even in my teachers through a computer has definitely it's been an adjustment but yeah like, like you said my mom's a first grade teacher and she's had to adjust to the classroom and you know my mom's not the she, it's just not the techiest mm -hmm. person yeah. and she and it's been really hard for her to adjust for this 
because she's teaching first graders who are six and seven years old on Zoom, which first grade doesn't seem like the biggest part of your life, but it's a very big part of your life, in my opinion, because you're learning so much in just a short little year. And literally, my mom was like crying when this happened. So they, it was a teacher appreciation last week, week. I think last week, and her fir- her kids came by oh in a my and it was the cutest thing in the world. My mom was oh. crying and I was like, oh my God, this is so adorable because, and like they held up signs like, thank oh. you, Mrs. Daly for teaching us on Zoom. I was like, oh my God. And it, just to see like how appreciative all the students are to all the teachers, it just, it touched my heart. And like really all the teachers in my school, my mom's school, they're doing so much. And I'm just so appreciative. Oh my God, I love that. I mean, I can't even imagine teaching a six-year-old on Zoom because it's not like you're sitting them down in front of, you know, a cartoon. You're you're actually trying to teach Mm -hmm. them. I can't even imagine. So, oh oh my gosh, my hat off to your mom. See, she's a, she is a superhero (laughs) and even more so now. Absolutely. Wow. So, yeah, so you brought up a really good point, Mia. You know, the isolation, I think, is difficult for adults, but kids are even more social than we are, and it's part of how your brain's being wired, and there is a need for being together, and and you haven't been able to. So what, what have you been, how have you been working around that? You know, thank God for FaceTime on phones. You know, I really, we do Zoom calls 24-7 to try to talk a little. But even through FaceTime and Zoom calls, it just doesn't have, like, the connection. So one thing my friends and I have been doing to try to, you know, stay positive through this, we've been sending little letters to each other. Just little positive messages just to kind of, like, you know, lighten the mood. And I, my friends, um, they know I'm in the pageant. And they were asking me about Shoes Love. And they're like... They're like, so what is it? I explained to them social emotional learning and it was really amazing. They're like, what can we do to help? So with my school, um, very soon, about this week or next week, I'll be doing live Zoom, um, like in not a class, almost like telling everyone about the organization, what I've been doing um, in my school in groups of 25 on Zoom, which has been really exciting. And my friends and I, we all came up with this idea. I'm really excited to do that. So that's kind of been a nice way to socialize. Wow, that's incredible, right, doing a project that is for the greater Mm -hmm. good. Wow, that's amazing, Mia. That is really amazing. So when you head back, and I know right now kind of the internal dialogue is one of the options is splitting the kids up into two groups and then having them go... Uh, three days physically to the school and then two days online and then switching the groups. Um, have you heard of that? Yes. Um, so my mom, right, right. she's a first grade teacher, so she has heard a little bit about that. With my middle school, you know, switching classes is deaf. We have three grades there and we have about 700 to 800 kids in our school on top of teachers. So we haven't heard a lot from the middle school. I know definitely having, you know, kids by homeroom coming in at different times, at different days, that has been up in the air. The students have not heard a lot about that yet. I'm very curious to see what they are going to do because it's, it's everything's really up in the air right now because we don't know if this virus could be here. We could be gone tomorrow. It could yeah. be here for the next five years. We don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I really think, especially here in East Greenwich, we're really taking the day by day yeah. with schools. Um, but I think that's definitely up in the air, kind of going to school at different so times. So let sure. me ask you this. 
when you go back to school, what kind of, I mean, this is such a mature question, right? But you are mature for your age. Um, what kind of supports do you think that you're going to need? And, and not just you, by the way, maybe some of your friends who are struggling a little bit more. What do you think that they're going to need? I mean, you know, like, like I said before, we have, I haven't seen my friends mm -hmm, in about two and a half mm -hmm. months. And one thing, like, like, as I said before, my friendship and my friends, we have a very strong friendship. And I think when we go back to school, one thing I think we're going to need is we're going to need social emotional learning because I really think that has kind of, this has really taken a toll on our lives yes. with the coronavirus. So when my mom was telling um, her students that they were, I was not going back to school, this little girl started to bawl her eyes out and it broke my heart. I was like, oh my God, because you know, a first grade teacher may not seem like the biggest thing in the world, but to them, it's the world. Like my mom is like their world. Cause no, it's a first grade teacher. First grade's big for them. And when my mom told them they were heartbroken, one thing that Rhode Island's thinking about doing, depending on what's going to happen in September, and I would love this as well, is going to see all of our teachers for one last day, kind of just say like goodbye and stuff like that. I think my school's also thinking about okay, doing so that as well. Okay, so social distancing, but at least being able to be there physically. Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think social emotional learning um, before the pandemic. Uh, was a buzzword and I don't think uh, maybe everyone knew exactly what it was and it wasn't a priority um, but I believe now that we've had pandemic it's changed everything and now the children's social emotional needs are going to have to be met because um, because we've all changed through this right and yeah, it's so interesting because you talked about not seeing your friends for two months. And right now we're going through a 2.0 upgrade of our Choose Love program. And we are including a reintegration piece. And I mean, you know, originally this concept came from the military where soldiers are deployed and, you know, sometimes for a year, sometimes for two years, they don't see their families. And then they go through, they, you know, they're in war sometimes and they have these experiences that change them forever. And then they come back and they're different people. And so reintegrating into their families, their families are different too. Their kids have grown and everybody's different people. So the reintegration process is difficult. And uh, the, there's a woman that came on with Choose Love to head our workplace program, and she developed a reintegration concept for uh, the military. It's called Rick's Place, and it's neutral ground, and they come in, and they basically just do a lot of hands-on activities and have fun, and I think that that is really going to be needed as well when the kids come back. Um, yeah, because you guys are different people coming back. I mean, you are anyway over the summer. Kids grow like wheat. And so, you know, every time they come back, you're, you're different people. Um, but, but this uh, global pandemic is a first for everyone. And you've been with parents that are experiencing a first. And 
uh, anxious as well and trying to get through it the best they can and be models for their kids. Um, and so everybody's changing through this. And hopefully we're all learning and growing and flourishing because we can through difficulty. Um, but regardless, uh, there is going to need to be kind of a, a, a process when you guys go back to school. So I'm, I'm really excited about this version because we want to meet you all where you are. Um, meet the kids and educators where they are, give you what you need and not be this program, you know, that you have to meet, um, that you have to kind of uh, make a round what, is it a square peg into a round hole? That's what it is. <laughs> so um, we're really excited about it. But um, Mia, I'm just so thankful to you. Here is a seventh grader. And, and this is kind of, I mean, I've seen this, you know, where kids get really, really excited about Choose Love. Sometimes when I'm doing community events and parents bring their older kids, and then maybe I'll sign books afterwards. It's actually the kids that come up to me and ask for material to take back to their schools because they say, we need this in our schools. And uh, that used to surprise me, but it doesn't anymore because kids know what they need and they want it. And these skills and tools you guys are gonna be using for the rest of your lives. I mean, your employers are looking for them. Your colleges are looking for them. Uh, it's going to help you have better relationships, be better parents. I mean, just in every aspect of your life, social, emotional intelligence enhances it. So, um, and kids know that kids are so incredibly brilliant and I don't think they're given enough credit. Um, listen, I mean, listening to you, you could probably run choose love in about a year. <laughs> thank you. But um, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for all of your hard work as a Choose Love Youth Ambassador, helping thank spread you, yeah. the message, attending advocate calls, which is really incredible. You were the youngest person on the call by far. I'm so grateful to you. Um, by by utilizing you. a business that you started to raise much needed funds for us during this time. Um, just so appreciative of you and we are going to support you in your platform. Let me know if there's anything that I can do. I know you're planning a Zoom call if you want me to, yeah, to join in. So I can. We're just so appreciative of you. Sure. Yeah, that'd um, be awesome. We're in this together. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, making the world a safer, more peaceful and loving place and it's really going to take all of us taking responsibility and working and, and being the change we want to see. I think far too often we um, wait for somebody else to do it for us. And guess what? You've learned early that that doesn't work. Yeah, mm -hmm, absolutely. we got to get out there and do it ourselves. So you're a little bit ahead of the game. Mm -hmm. You are really incredibly impressive. <laughs> and, uh, and I hope you Thank win your you. competition. And, and we are here and and you are part of the organization we're so excited so thank you so much Mia any any parting comments that you want to give the audience 
Yeah, you know, first of all, yeah. thank you so much for watching the podcast. <laughs> and if you want to find me and learn how to support um, what I've been doing for Choose Love and order some cards, like I said, you can visit my Choose Love Instagram, which is at Choose Love Movement RI. Um, and feel free to DM me with any questions about how to order cards or how to support and how what I've been doing. And how can put you in your competition for Miss Rhode Island Outstanding Team? So, like, yep, so with... Um, choose love as well you can also visit that page as well and also um one big part about mr island's outstanding teen is children's miracle network hospitals which supports children with cancer and helping their families with cancer as well um you can also donate to that page because that, that that helps out a lot with that with that organization because mr island's outstanding teen with the miss america program is also strongly involved with that as well and that is um if you visit my personal instagram which is at me daily i love that i actually well. had a three-year-old niece that died of childhood leukemia so yeah so that's so really that. really important yeah. um thank you thank you so much for, for everything sure. that you do for us and for the world you are truly outstanding and i'm privileged to know you thank, thank you, you so much. much for choosing love mia Thank you, uh, all of our Choose Love, our Choosing Love, and we will see you next time. It's all part of us. We can all choose love. It'll lift you up if you live.